0: Aw, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Welcome to the real world. Where we like to watch movies we love in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. (laughs) I'm Brett.
2: I'm Sam. And I took the blue pill. Wait. Or was it the red pill?
3: I I'm th- Ash. I thought you guys
1: were, like, protesting my intro there. That I fight th- a Because
3: I thought it was going to be, like, MTV's The Real World for a minute here. Uh, what? No. Let's start getting I-
1: real.
2: I just didn't know what you were doing.
1: Uh, well, we're going to watch a movie, and it's going to make sense. So, yeah. Let's watch The Matrix, you guys.
4: Yeah! All right. We'll see you when we yeah! come back. <laughs> Take- <laughs>
2: podcast over
1: so this is a movie that sam has been bugging us to watch uh, for quite yeah. some time
0: uh, yeah
2: and I, she's been constantly disappointed in all of you who didn't vote for it
0: every time it's okay the polls. it's okay you only broke my heart a little bit fans and listeners just a little bit
1: i've always been hesitant because it feels like this movie is too new it's old it's rolling up on 20 years
0: yep wow mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah well it feels especially appropriate
3: now that we've watched blade and, and saw all of the things <laughs> that the matrix might've stolen from blade. Yep. yep. Yeah, mm, that'll yeah. be interesting.
2: Cause the blade was first.
3: Yeah. A year That's earlier. Sure.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, we already know the matrix was stolen. So.
1: Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> so what, what's the deal, Sam? Why so into this movie?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm into this movie so much as I really want to use our podcast to test and judge this movie. Ah. Oh. Well, I mean, that's what the podcast is for. Yeah.
1: So you're really not sure that this is good?
0: I think it can go either way. I liked mm. it, but like we saw Blade Work, which honestly makes me not trust The Matrix because I'm like... I blade was really good at balancing this like 90s punk rocker angst, Mm -hmm. and I don't think technogoth, technogoth. Sorry, uh, hot Um, topic is
2: the word you're looking for,
0: yeah. And um, I don't know if the matrix achieved that delicate balance that blade did.
1: So, you're not sure if you can trust the real world in which the matrix was loved by everybody, and yes. Yes. a cultural phenomenon.
0: Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you guys remember the
3: original ad campaign, the teaser trailers for The Matrix? No. It was that memorable for me because it was... Uh, and it was—it's dumb now. It was the bullet
0: times. No, no, no.
3: The 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 first teaser ad they ran was fucking nothing and just words on the screen. What is the Matrix? And like, oh, boom.
2: I remember that. And yeah. it had like the glitchy thing.
3: Uh huh. Like and green
2: text. Yeah, yeah. It
3: was in front of a few movies I had. Uh, I went to go see, and like everybody in the theater is like, "Wait, what is what is the Matrix?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Wait, what is it?
1: Well, That's the answer to that campaign. question is: it's a 1993 television series that Carrie Ann Moss was also in.
2: What? Yeah, oh, wait, well, she well, I was in
1: a TV show called The Matrix. No, is this like a I didn't realize a procedural cop drama? It's it seemed like a quantum leapy sort of thing. Like mm. somebody dies and the angels will bring him back to life if he helps people. Huh. I haven't seen it, huh. and his name was like John Matrix. Uh, the matrix Uh, but yeah i never saw the matrix in the theater i it was i completely missed it completely off my radar had no clue until people at college were just like thrilled with it and talking about it i would like you
2: all to refer to me as the blodgett from now on because i think that's pretty great
1: Uh, (laughs) oh actually i think the tv show is called matrix not the matrix okay because like
2: because the matrix is
3: i mean even still like that writing trope is just like matrix what's that Ha! i'm John and matrix like yeah. <laughs> don't need that yeah i feel it's like like what
1: is a me seeks
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i feel like this movie was passed around word of mouth a bit yeah. i feel like my totally. friends i was in high school at the time but i and totally hung out with people who dressed like this movie but
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: it
0: or, was or dated like, them like me. Sh- we both did, girl. It's okay. Sh-
1: this this hit at that time where movie theater piracy was just happening.
2: Oh yeah, and this was like one of. Those Is things, this when they had that ad? That.
1: Uh, no, I think that came after that as a result of people pirating movies like this. Mm. But I remember there was a guy in my dorm. Uh, it's just one of those things that always sticks to me because one of the most ridiculous things he was trying to sell DVDs. And he's like, these these guys, they took the movie, The Matrix, and they just—they rebuilt it from the ground up, and they've got this DVD. I'm like, what does that mean? They rebuilt a movie from the ground up? Like, you're not saying what you think you're saying.
2: The only people who can say that are those kids that reshot the Indiana Jones movie <laughs> yeah, throughout rebuilt, their whole life.
1: Yeah, they sweeted it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was probably my first experience with pirated movie theater movies. But I don't think I saw it that way. I think I still legitimately rented it or something.
2: I think this was my first experience with pleather.
1: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So this was from 1999, right on the verge of the millennium. Um, and, of course, directed by the Wachowskis. How do you guys feel about the Wachowskis? I feel like they're they're divisive.
2: I I don't know. I haven't seen many other of their films like i still haven't seen cloud atlas but i really wanted to but i don't know i much like when you hear these stories like now there's a story about stranger things being stolen and it's like you hear this story about um maybe not stranger things but there's there's a lot more evidence to support that they did steal the matrix yeah i've heard yeah. more
1: traction on the matrix mm-hmm. i think that a lot of things get popular and then somebody comes out of the woodwork like there was somebody who sued jk rowling and i just i don't put a lot of stock in those until those cases get real traction mm-hmm. so i don't buy into the stranger things but i've definitely heard stuff about matrix
2: Yeah, I read a whole article about it and like this woman had, you know, a whole draft of the script and everything that she'd written. And then if you also, if you watch The 13th Floor, it's very similar to that movie, right? Is that the name of the movie, Brett?
3: Yeah, I I was going to ask, when did The 13th Floor come out?
2: It definitely came out before The Matrix.
3: I'm also thinking about... um, I'll check. You know, I feel like, have you guys, do you guys follow Kanye West on Twitter?
2: No. No. And you shouldn't either. He's a garbage person. (laughs) And you should feel bad about yourself if you follow
3: him. (laughs) He had a quote recently that was... Unless
2: you're following him to laugh at him, then I'm okay with
3: this. He says, there's too much emphasis is put on originality. Feel free to take ideas and update them at your will. All great artists take an update.
0: I mean, it's certainly true of him. It's also (laughs)
2: true of, like, other art, you know, like, artists you know, are inspired by other artists and whatnot. I I can see that.
3: And, like, the Wachowski's other other great masterpiece, uh I... Oh,
2: shit! The 13th floor racer? was the same year.
3: Speed Racer. Sorry. Fuck yeah, Speed Racer.
2: Wait, they were
0: Speed Racer? Yeah.
1: Speed Dude. Racer was pretty great. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm not gonna stand firmly on that. I remember it being beautiful. I don't know if I'd still like it if I watched I love it, Speed yeah. Racer. Beautiful, and like, barfing up
0: a, a Tub of with Skittles.
1: these high school
3: pessimistic <laughs> jerks, but it was it was what? awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, we um, all saw Speed Racer at the theater, and then I uh,
0: didn't. I saw mean, it in our living room. Oh, in living room? I've okay. never seen Speed Speed Racer. Really? So, you
3: weren't at
4: that one?
0: Yeah. Must have been I've with some other college it. idiots. Yeah. Oh, so well. fuck you, asshole.
3: <laughs> I was thinking well, about different idiots. <laughs> which one did we watch in the living room? Everyone? Oh, that was uh, Face Off.
1: Uh, oh that's the one where he takes his face off off
2: i really want to see that one i haven't seen that one either
1: have you guys seen sensate no mm-hmm.
2: i feel like you all missed my comment though that the 13th floor was the same year as the matrix
1: oh. just so F- then way. i guess you can't i guess not there, right?
2: yeah i guess not
3: it was very Maybe similar you... though yeah actually i think the 13th floor had a way cooler idea
2: Sure, and I can't really remember yeah. it much, but I, I do remember it. watching it.
3: Uh, the spoil spoilers, you guys, do you care? The thirteenth floor was. I've
2: seen the movie, so. Oh, okay,
3: yeah. I thought you said you couldn't. Audience, remember Audience, do you it. care? Yeah. Well, audience? I
2: can't. I can't. Audience? but go ahead. It's, you care,
1: audience, so the guy the is, is
3: living in a simulation, but the their thing was th- they John Malkovich it, and like people would boot into the simulation and take over. People like they were just digital avatars and like oh, yeah. do, commit heinous crimes and then log out and these people were stuck dealing with like what the fuck like I'm here with a dead body what happened and uh, as this great. whole like dealing mm-hmm. with your reality as a simulation and people were really fucked in the head it was it was it, it was sounds a good movie. like
0: a Black Mirror episode yeah you know the other thing though in defense of the
2: Wachowski brothers is like if they were hired to direct the film. They might not have had any fucking clue that some other lady had this.
4: That's...
1: I feel like they wrote this.
2: Oh, then maybe it is that...
1: It it always seemed like firmly their property.
0: Totally. It did. Um,
1: Yeah. Written by them as well. Yeah. So, yeah. the, The Wachowskis were basically in the Matrix business from 1999 to 2005. And I think the sequels are a completely different can of worms. Like, if we were doing a rewatch of all three movies, I think that would be rougher. But I I think the first movie stands alone.
0: I think that's Um, fair.
3: Yeah. There there was that argument for a long time, uh, which is The Matrix has no sequels.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's (laughs) really fun stuff in the second one, but generally I'd be okay without the sequels. I like yeah. I kind of liked the ghosts a little bit, but they looked Yeah, dumb, that whole like, highway scene with them jumping from one car to the next. Yeah. That was pretty cool.
3: I always it was like a good skit would be just the point of view of somebody who was driving the opposite direction on the highway when the trucks crash.
2: Oh yeah, I <laughs> what remember. A high
1: production value on that. What the fuck? <laughs>
2: There was a time where you were pitching all these sketches of just like the average people on the street that see <laughs> these things happen in movies. I remember that.
1: It'd be good. So we've hung out with Keanu a little bit with Point Break and Bill and Ted. Yes. So I mm-hmm. kind of feel like we're we're tight with Keanu at this point.
0: I mean besties.
1: Yeah,
0: I call him all the time. Also, also, Bromstroker Dracula. Oh, oh right. yeah. yeah.
1: We've seen a lot of Keanu. Mm-hmm. This so feels this, like a movie written for him. It really
0: does.
1: 100%. You know, I, I hesitate to say that he's a bad actor, but he does do a good job of portraying the dumb as a bag of rocks, empty slate character. And like bad at emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this and also John wick, like John wick is not an emotive character, mm-hmm. you know? So, I think Keanu's great for this. Um,
2: but was this his first time being like a badass action hero? His
1: cause... Speed was before this. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's he'd, he'd done some action.
2: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, I can't oh, remember I the name of it. guess Point Break
2: must have been before this too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah for sure. So we've got uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, who we all remember from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, Still haven't she- seen it. I'm not talking Pee Wee's Big Adventure either. I'm talking about the TV show, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Really?
2: Still haven't <laughs> yep. seen it.
1: Um, but he's he's done some really good stuff. He's in Mission Impossible 3, the best Mission Impossible. Oh uh, in the Event best mission
2: Impossible. <laughs> None of you guys watched If it's possible, the best mission impossible.
3: <laughs> it is. It's the best.
1: None of you guys watched Hannibal, did you? No, no. no. Yeah. No. Oh my god that show's so good and Fishburn is so good in it. Um so yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie-Anne Moss, and I think Matrix was the first time any of us had seen Carrie-Anne Moss. Who is that? Trinity?
3: Oh.
1: Hogarth? Sure. Yeah, so now she's in the Netflix Marvel series and uh she was in Memento, actually the the year after the oh, Matrix. Oh yeah. She was in Memento, Red Planet, and Chocolat, all in two thousand. Oh I forgot God, about was Red Planet
0: in Chocolat. In Chocolat.
1: So she yeah. exploded after The
2: Matrix. Wow! Yeah. What is she doing nowadays?
1: The oh, Marvel I guess you just Netflix said, series. didn't you? And she I kills know, it in that. Listening.
3: Even if you're not she, like in, into your into her storyline, she's doing a good job at what she's
1: doing. She's good, but look, <laughs> you guys know how much I absolutely adore Jessica Jones. Season two is a pile of crap.
4: Oh, no. it I liked rough. season
1: two. Really? Have you finished it? Yeah. I'm only halfway through. It That's what
3: makes it good is it ends. Wow. What? That's not a very. But you'll get there eventually. I liked how it ended and okay. like it's okay. good. It, the
0: way you said that made it yeah. sound like. Very different.
3: No, because I, I, I stopped watching it for, for a bit.
1: And And it's it gets slow and and then it picks up. It could be reverse Luke Cage because the first half of Luke Cage was awesome. And then second half was rough. Agreed. So maybe. Yeah, it's just it's a bummer because I love Jessica Jones and they've just like chosen willfully boring things to do this season. Mm.
3: It's a I think. Well, I don't want to give you any spoilers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this movie also introduced us to Hugo Weaving. And it was a few years where it was Matrix and Lord of the Rings were yeah. like all that guy did.
0: Oh Wait, yeah, which guy is he's that Elrond.
1: guy? He's Agent Smith and
2: oh oh oh, okay.
1: Elrond King yep. of the
2: Elves. Yep. Which I just can't because of the Matrix. It doesn't matter what role he plays; I, he's just Mister Photo. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Fine much else. He's,
1: uh, yeah. he's the voice of Megatron in the Transformers movies. Oh, really? And that works, you know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Even he does do a lot don't. of
2: voiceover acting?
1: I think he does enough. Did any of you guys see? Hacks what All is Ridge? enough for you? No, uh-uh. that looked I, cool. I, Was it good? I never saw it. No. So that's the other significant thing that people might know him from. Um, but yeah, I never saw it. Um and then Joey Pantaliano, who some of us recognize immediately, some of us will recognize when we see his face. He was one of the sons of the evil lady in the Goonies.
2: Oh, um, oh he yeah. He was
1: in Memento as well. Oh, he was the the. So
2: Chris Chris Nolan just harvested some yeah. people from this movie.
1: It's kind of hard to say what Joey Pants did in Memento without ruining Memento. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely a guy you've seen in a lot of stuff. The the fugitive movies, the bad boys movies. So You gotta
3: watch a fugitive.
1: I really like the Fugitive. I would not mind checking that out. So I th- I think a pretty good cast here. Um and I assume we've all seen this movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Meaning Everybody. You would
2: have had to have lived under a rock in the 90s yeah. to not have seen this movie. Everybody
1: listening to the show, everybody living or breathing. Hey,
2: if you haven't seen this movie, tweet at us your reaction to yeah. this movie. Because I want to know what somebody yeah. who didn't see this in 1999 thinks of this movie. Yeah,
1: fresh eyes on this would be very interesting.
2: Yeah, or, or send us a, a post a message on our Facebook group. It's laughs, or not laughs. Posts a message on our Facebook group. It's Let's Rewatch Podcast. It's a closed group. But if you haven't seen this movie, like, I just,
0: tell me about your life. <laughs>
4: wow! There,
2: how did you
0: get here? They're probably, like, under the age of 18. That's maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Because yeah, there, there
3: were people born after this movie came out <laughs> that came out. Get in the
2: way. There are people born after this movie, period. Yes. <laughs> but I wanna know like I, I wanna hey, know, you know your what? reaction.
1: People who were born after this movie came out, get out and vote. Make sure you register. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I got off on a different tangent there. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. So yeah, I mean there's there's not a lot of uh I the only question here is whether it is what we remember it was.
4: Mm-hmm. I think. Yep.
1: It's um, too
2: bad that we've all seen it because it, I just it would be interesting to see someone's perspective who yeah. didn't have nostalgia cuz I feel like if you if you weren't alive when this movie came out I don't think you could understand how big of an impact it had at the time. Mm-hmm. Like it def, it was a huge movie. Okay,
0: totally. so
1: talk about that impact.
0: I think it impacted uh fashion Okay. I, I, um, I would say that this fashion probably existed before yeah. it, but it brought it out and made it more visible and more cool. More cool. Before it was like, it if you existed were... in the form
1: of Blade fans, but <laughs> yeah. this movie really <laughs> spread it out to the wider population.
2: Yeah, yep. I think yep. before this movie, if you were walking around with a black trench coat and sunglasses, like
0: people would probably think you were a weirdo. But after this movie, I mean, it was
1: after people this would still movie, think you made you were it acceptable.
0: No, I think you're still a weirdo after this movie, but at least they got the <laughs> That's reference. That's a weirdo who
1: likes the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, it, it made it cool on screen, is what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It definitely...
1: Long, swoopy, black
3: jacket.
2: Yeah, I feel like it was a look.
3: The thing that this movie added to, to my movie-watching experience was i think it was the first action movie that i'd ever seen that asked anything deeper than should the mm. bad guys die
2: oh Oh. Yeah. okay yeah yeah and i think it was also if you can i mean 1999 this is the year right before y2k when everybody thought our fucking computers were gonna melt the fuck down and yeah. we we're all gonna die for some weird reason just because the a very of good numbers yeah just because of numbers.
1: <laughs> it was a legit reason. It was a legit thing to be concerned about.
2: Yeah, but we weren't going to die.
1: Our economic system could have well, had some serious trouble. They There were like, also crazy... It was a potential problem that we headed off.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were also potential or crazy people that thought it was like the end of the world.
4: That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's like this we is where in a, this is
0: in addition to the Y two K. It was like two simultaneous things. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's three zeros gonna roll with the date, we're gonna
4: die.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um and wasn't it like the
2: Mayan calendar thing too? That's twenty twelve. Oh, that yes, was twenty twelve. Okay. It comes up like some yeah. shit like that comes up every once in a while. But uh you know, at the time I think there was sort of a fear of computers and a, a lack of understanding because the internet was new and computers totally. were exploding and like this movie all of a sudden...
1: <laughs> they were exploding.
2: They were exploding. <laughs> it was just like those Nokia phones or you remember whatever. Remember in
1: 1999 when all those computers exploded? Uh,
2: um, but, you know, this movie I think really tapped into and harvested that fear because suddenly it's this movie about... Again, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but it's this movie about uh, everyone being plugged into computers and, like, living in this simulation and and computers controlling your life. And I think people were really, like, (sighs) afraid of that at that time period. Imagining this as,
3: like, an idea pitched while high is like, wait, what do you mean? Like, the date can ruin society. Like, just because the fucking numbers in the computer switch over, what else don't we know about computers? Uh,
0: No, I think the the, the high thought here is like, whoa, dude, what if our whole lives are a lie and it's really run by the man? Yeah, are we all just living in a
2: machine?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: So it was this, this, like, this complete, I think, lack of understanding that... That sort of fed into that fear, but I think this movie like taps into that time period where you really have to put yourself in that mindset of. I think a lot of people didn't know what to expect.
1: Does this movie change our perspective on visual effects in movies?
0: I think it did at the time. Yeah, at yeah. the time, and it. I kind mean, of, this was the first bullet time shot. Yeah, right? I was going to say it kind of combined a lot of action from like Chinese films. Mm-hmm. Into yeah. this sort of like modern American film, which was very very new at the time.
2: Yeah, it's it's shot a lot like a kung fu film. I could yeah. see that. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, there's there's some special effects, but I feel like there was a lot of practical sets and stuff in this. And like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I, I'm going to hypothesize that the visual effects are solid. I'll be. I don't know. To see. I'm not I, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: feel like. If I feel like if I hadn't been doing this podcast for so many years, I would be like, oh, of course the visual effects in that movie hold up. But now I'm like, mm. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I remember them being mind blowing when I saw. Yeah. it. Yeah,
3: I think like splitting it into categories. I think the normal f- visual effects will hold up. I think the CG will look
1: bad. Mm. That's
0: fair. Yeah. mhm,
1: Okay and i i I'm very curious to see if the the tight tension in the action that I remember is still there mm-hmm. I remember being some very tight tension leather pants like when moments pay off uh,
2: very <laughs> tight leather like pants when, so
1: when tight. certain things finally <laughs> relieve the tension it's like the air comes out of the room. <laughs> oh. Trying to say things about the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. I'm I didn't sorry. want to take you off.
0: I like a giant fart coming out of those leather pants. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a
3: squeaky release. <laughs>
0: let's, let's be real here. Pleather pants, guys. Pleather. That's true. That's true. Do you
2: guys remember?
0: I feel like this movie
2: has a bunch of
0: electronic music in it, right?
4: Yeah.
3: I feel okay. like it
0: does, but I can't remember any specific songs.
1: Those guys you like. <laughs> <laughs> What, that song. Which song is that? It's the score. Oh, okay. Yeah. I
2: don't know. Why did
1: everybody stop just saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has lots of hard-driving, electronic music. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Not like the sequels where there was a rave, though. Although there yeah. is a yeah. thing in this.
1: There's a mini rave.
3: But it's not oh. that rave. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and this was also like... Like, to give perspective for that, too, this was also a time where electronic music was not popular. So it was...
0: I feel like it was, wasn't it? No. 99? Mm
2: -mm. No. Electronic music hasn't really started being popular except for the past, like, five or so years. No way. It, it, was, it was
3: club stuff in the early 2000s. Yeah.
2: Club stuff is different. I'm saying electronic music has
0: not been played on the radio. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's, that's well, a pretty that's narrow category
3: yeah. of popular.
0: Like, it's been in, the, <laughs> the, like, the pop genres, which you're yeah. talking about.
3: Bro- nationally broadcast, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were definitely people who liked electronic music. I'm not saying there weren't.
4: There weren't soccer moms. It wasn't. Like, it's not.
2: Yeah, like, it's yeah. not like it is today where you can walk into a clothing store and hear an electronic song, or it's not like it is today where everyone knows who Dead Mouse and Squirrelx is, you know, like, back in the 90s, like, you didn't know any DJs. I'm sorry, you know? did
4: you say Squirrelax?
2: <laughs> yeah. He's the animal form.
1: <laughs> no, this is what you use in your garden when you have pests.
2: Yeah, Squirrelax.
0: Can we get what I'm do you not- saying? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so funny, I mean,
4: it's a me stupid
3: left.
0: word anyway, but that's
3: awesome. Squirrel X. There's How no you... R. S- squ- or no, there no, there's is the an R's on the other. What, the an R. Other R side. In a squirrel. No squirrel. X. No X. <laughs> <cube>. Squirrel. X. <laughs> Skrill. Like, like the George Foreman grill, but with the S K. I thought there G. was
2: just like a rodent theme going on: dead mouse, squirrel X. <laughs> <I
1: don't
2: know. laughs> <I love laughs> that's
1: what you guys. <laughs> So, what, what, how,
2: uh, 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 <laughs> Sam's dying.
1: <laughs> um, expectations. Brett, is it going to be any good on the music end? I don't know what
3: movies this does. Does anyone anyone's bitch get smacked up in this? But
0: that's what I feel like. No.
3: I
2: know. yeah, I feel like that no. song's in here. No, but I feel no.
3: like there's like Prodigy. a a super
1: super derivative version of that in this, though, for sure. Yeah, there's I another think, movie that really features Prodigy, and I can't think of what it is. <laughs>
3: I think I, I, I think know. that derivative song is in the the cool hotel lobby fight or whatever that that thing I think that's the song I'm thinking of anyway I'm looking forward to this <laughs> uh it's going to be cool I'm looking forward to this.
2: Sam's still dying. Can we make t-shirts that say Squirrel Alex"?
3: On I'm going to fucking do it, man. <laughs>
0: Brett, Brett broke me. If he had to laugh so hard, now I'm just on a crazy laughing kick and it's like 100 degrees in here. It's real hot. I've lost it, man.
1: Um, so tell us what you expect out of Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Or was Brett not finished? No, it's going to be good, guys.
0: I, I hope it's good. I'm worried that the dialogue is going to suck. I think, mm, I think, interesting. I think the story will still be really cool and interesting, and I like the main core of the idea. But I'm real worried about that script.
1: Is it going to be like hashtag deep?
0: Yes, that's what I'm worried about.
1: <laughs> you know, what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say you're wrong. I think the
0: oh, I the hope I'm wrong.
1: Hold fast.
0: I want to be wrong.
1: I'm expecting everything in this movie to work,
0: dude. I know
4: kung fu.
1: Okay. That's you think
0: fun. that's you think that's gonna hold?
1: I think that is a solid line of dialogue for what happens in that. That scene. is what I would say if suddenly I knew kung fu. <laughs> yeah, the, being you know not a particularly deep character, blown away by the fact that they can upload skills into your brain. I think that is a reasonable line of dialogue. All right, and I think that there's a another two hours worth of the movie wrapped around that where the dialogue is just fine.
2: Keep keep unwrapping my joke. It's just a joke.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> is he is he surprised that he can learn kung fu that way, or is he just blown away by the upload speeds?
2: <laughs> Cause if he's blown away by the upload speeds, I'm okay with it. Then I'm okay with
1: it. <laughs> well then he would have said, Wow, I know kung fu, I would have expected it to take longer for me to get that knowledge. They just cut away from that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's got like a whole monologue about it. He goes into like all the different styles and forms he's learned. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was I know Tai Chi like?
1: Just slow. Can you give me something more useful in a conflict? Yeah. So Ash, what do you expect?
2: Um, man, I don't know. I think I think I have high hopes, especially after watching Blade recently, because I'm. Like totally on board for, for lack of a better way of saying it, a cheesy 90s movie, (laughs) like a very techno goth 90s movie, but I'm worried that it's going to feel dated Hmm. in the CG and perhaps in the, I don't know. I don't remember the dialogue being bad, so I'm not, I'm not arguing that point but i feel like maybe it'll just feel like uh dated in the sense that maybe we've seen this story played out so much i'm not really sure
1: is every movie made in the 90s a cheesy 90s movie
0: so no here's what's interesting i would
1: say this is one of the best movies of the era i don't think there i think it's going to Hold solid and not be cheesy at all.
2: But cheesy in the sense that like Jurassic Park works because it doesn't necessarily feel 90s. This movie is going to feel very 90s. But because here's of the fashion and the music.
0: It feels more 2000s to me. Like when I think of yeah. Matrix, I don't think of 90s. I think of like 2000.
2: Yeah. Like, I think, you know, there was that bleed through at the end of the 90s yeah. to the early 2000s of that those fashion trends.
1: That's probably the best segue we're gonna get to. Let's watch <laughs> The Matrix. Yeah. And uh, see if uh, Ash is wrong or if I'm right.
2: Well, I didn't say if it was good or bad. I said I'm on the fence. <laughs> okay. Damn, we really gonna throw hold down it against the you. with you, me today. <laughs> oh,
1: it feels like you said it's gonna be cheesy, and I don't think
2: like I think it's going to have the the cheesy parts of like Blade had the cheesy parts of the 2000s and 90s, but it's, I still thought it was great. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like the haircuts and the glasses and the pleather, like Mm. those aren't great, but they might work Mm. really great in this. But like, if you saw someone walking down the street with that today, you'd be like, I would cross the street. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know what I mean? I think it's going to be a little bit of both.
1: We could be way wrong. Yeah,
2: I feel like I'm on Sam's side. I think it's going to be a good movie, but there's going to be some some early 2000 late 90s cheese.
1: All right. So we're going to watch The Matrix, and we're going to come back after watching it and see if it's uh, cheesy or good or bad or what the hell it is. (laughs) <laughs> Dragula.
0: Oh, I thought it was a Jaguar. Ja- <laughs> <laughs> that
3: would make more sense. Do you know what the Dragula is? No. It's a thing.
0: What is it? I have no idea it what you're even talking about.
1: It is a vampire vehicle. It's the
0: Rob Zombie. The
1: white zombie song in the oh. semi-rave scene. Oh.
0: Um,
1: Dragula is, uh, it's the Munster's car. Oh. The Dragula. That's uh. But, Brett, you were right, because there it wasn't Smack My Bitch, but it was a prodigy song after <laughs> Dracula, ah. So it was definitely a prodigy. I knew it. Because mm-hmm.
2: yep. you're a prodigy. You are the one.
0: You're the chosen one.
1: So I guess we should address the elephant in the room, that this movie took a lot from the Lego movie.
0: What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I get it. I what? get it.
1: What do you mean, what? Dude, There's
0: totally. A
1: regular guy living his Monday life. Yep. Oh, okay. This beautiful woman appears, who he falls in love with immediately. Yeah. She tells him he's the one. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe it, but over the course of the movie, he turns out to be the one to save everybody.
2: Yeah, I guess. Uh huh. Right. Uh-huh. I was I was thinking of it from the perspective of the end of the film. And I was like, what, what, like they come out of the Lego world, but oh, yeah, I, I mean, kinda. they kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, mm-hmm. I guess.
1: So, no, I, oh, go ahead. I, I just, I think this movie is fantastic. A hundred percent. And the unfortunate thing is that, that trope that shows up in several movies, the, I granted he's not the one who fell in love from the get, but it's like you know you're the one and the powerful love interest has to lead him along to become the one
2: at least she but, didn't like fall in love with him at first sight though yeah. are you yeah, calling was...
1: morpheus the love interest <laughs> 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 i think this was the better executed version yeah. of that
0: and and she totally resisted falling in love with him cuz like
1: so
3: much so he didn't even seem like he knew about it yeah yeah well, well like or care. he was
0: just a little, cause she, a little
1: slow cuz she he had other shit <laughs> yeah. on his mind
0: yeah you know.
1: But why
0: did she love him? What? I th-
2: I mean, I can't give you a good reason why she loved him, but, like, I... Uh, her options I, were real fucking slim, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that.
1: But Tank was pretty charming.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey, she could have been a lesbian with a blonde chick. She was pretty hot,
0: but... <laughs> Um, but clearly she had a thing for the uh, the guy hey. that died. Whose name I can't remember. Dozer. Yeah.
1: Oh, you think there was a thing? Totally. So like he's dead, so I love you.
2: The older brother <laughs> guy? Why do you
0: think that? No, the blonde chick and that other guy.
1: Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Yeah, I she was taken. The other guy's
0: name. I thought uh, you said Able that Dark. was Apoc.
1: Oh, okay. I think Switch and Apoc were a thing.
2: Yeah, but but I think. Oh yeah, definitely. See, but I think she. I think she just fell in love with him because she'd been watching him forever, and like you know. Creepy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good reason.
4: (laughs)
3: So so uh, so, uh, the the main cast,
1: they were the bad guys, right?
2: Okay, I wanted to talk about this. I'm glad we're getting it out in the open right away. I have never
1: seen the protagonist just mow down innocent people in mass like that.
2: Like, I guess there's no other option, you know? But I don't know.
1: Is there? Well, what was the mission there? The mission was to save a guy. Yeah. The way to save a guy is to mow down 40 people.
2: So, okay, I would disagree. The mission is (laughs) not to save a guy. Okay. Their main mission throughout the whole thing and it, and it covers saving Morpheus is to save humanity. Yeah. Hold on. And they're here. <laughs> um and so I feel like I guess you could make that argument that from that perspective killing 40 people to save this one guy who's going to save humanity
3: yeah, but you're
0: it, you're also but... forgetting that he had all the key codes in his head that they were trying to steal. So yeah, well it literally was saving at any time. What
3: they could have just killed him at any time.
0: Yeah, but they were they were waiting to try and get the things out of his head, and so they were going to go save him to prevent all of their codes from being taken.
3: Yeah, but right. if, we're, if we're gonna Which play would've... Ash's game about the who, what's the last number of people to kill? Oh. It's one.
1: Yeah.
2: That's true. Yeah, you, that's you, true. You, it's like they're
3: ready
1: to kill Morpheus to yeah. protect everybody, and Neo said, "No, I can kill forty people instead."
0: <laughs> All right,
1: just uh, walk right? into yeah? the yeah. walk into the lobby of that building and just say, "We're here to save you," and kill everyone.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: My f- you know, and it's also really bothered me that scene where they're like they're ready to pull the plug on Morpheus. They cut to Morpheus in the Matrix, tied to the chair. And he goes, and his head drops. And when I, the first time I saw the movie, I'm like, "Oh, they just pulled the plug, and now he's dead." Mm. Like the way that cut that is cut from one shot to the next, you are led to believe that they just killed him.
2: And I, I was, didn't get that. They I was I know, very confused. Not that was this a,
1: time, but the first time, a,
3: a thing they kept going back to that you were led to believe, like the you know you didn't know what the Matrix was the first time, and the the when the truck hits the phone booth in that opening sequence. It's like, oh, they killed her. And then yeah. and then you find out that there's some
1: sort of fucking voodoo magic going on. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you really got to put yourself in the headspace of never having seen it. That was some amazing storytelling.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole film is like amazing storytelling because, you know, I don't think you can deny the, the Wachowski, Wachowski, right? Wachowski's. I, I don't think you can deny that they're not good filmmakers i mean they are
1: you can't deny that they're not
2: good, <laughs> good <laughs> just double negative they they i mean the transitions and the cinematography in yeah. this movie is just it's still mind-blowing in my opinion
1: and and we recently watched coming to america and talked about the slow pacing like if you don't see a stark difference when pacing is executed perfectly to Maintain the tension and momentum of the story, and that
3: like, the, the action sequence, difference.
1: like visionary, so
2: good, <laughs> so yeah. good, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna say this is the first time that that you know the super slow mo was used, but I feel like. You know, let me know what you guys think, but I feel like I remember this was the first time it was used so effectively. Yeah.
1: Well, there's slow motion and then there's the bullet time effect, which they invented for this movie.
2: Right. But not even the bullet time effect. There's like, you know, that lobby scene where Neo's running and you're seeing pillars explode Mm -hmm. in slow-mo. Like, I don't feel like before this movie I'd ever seen action done that way before
1: and and even more so i think in the foot chase in the very beginning when the agent is chasing trinity Mm -hmm. i thought the use of slow motion there was absolutely brilliant
2: yeah yeah there's a lot of good slow-mo for sure
1: yeah
3: although i i don't know i'm probably alone on this because that the shot is super iconic their subway fight like guns to the head uh, Mm slow-mo scene by the time that one came around, I was actually done with the slow-mo. But up till then I was super on board. <laughs> Too much. I was just like, this one's a little goofy. But
2: I thought the one time I thought it was goofy was in the training dojo. Was like oh. it got a little silly there.
1: And I know you felt like that, and I did not at all. Yeah. I, I thought it was completely true to what they'd set up in that story. It was a more lighthearted scene too. Yeah,
2: sure.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: there. It wasn't the whole scene. There was just I don't remember what it was in particular, but there was
3: fast hands never worked.
1: Uh, the broom, broom, it, broom. It, like lots of lots of arms moving.
2: Oh yeah, no, no I,
1: that, that doesn't bother me. I love it because it's it's software being hacked. You know, anytime something like that happens, you're hacking the software. Like when the helicopter hits the side of the building and it does that ripple through the side of the building Uh is okay because it's software being hacked.
2: Maybe it's – that didn't bother me. I think maybe it's because I have martial arts experience and some of the stances that they were doing, the like come at me bro stances were just so cheesy and over the top. That, like, those moments were laughable to me when they're, like, hoo, hoo, anime style, like, who come at me, you know? Those were the, like, moments to me that felt kind you
0: of silly. mean You mean where Neo put his arm out and, like, held it in front of the camera uh-huh. and then waved his little fingers? Come yeah, on.
2: there were some cheesy <laughs> moments
3: but there was like some, that. There's some interesting fight stuff, too, because it's, like um, like, watching the kung fu fighting, Agent Smith has just... A terrible form. Neo throws punches and he just throws his arms wide open and like sticks his chest out and just like, hit me, hit me. Like every single punch Neo throws. And But then I'm thinking like, he's a robot and like he can take these hits and he's just like getting ready to pummel Neo like with every other thing. So it's it's weird watching his quote unquote bad fighting, but it kind of works. Is he
2: a robot? Because I, I, mean, I wasn't sure. Is he a robot or is he just software? I think he's just I mean, software. I guess you could call him a bot yeah okay yeah uh but i mean don't get me wrong the the core the fight choreography choreography choreography
3: choreography
2: choreography in this movie is fantastic oh yeah like there i i thought those subtle little moments were ridiculous but this is some of the best choreography i've seen in movies i mean like Consider when we watch Blade and the sword fighting just turned into hitting a sword above your head, you know? Yeah. This movie like they're doing real styles and forms. Like at one point it did flash on the screen like all the different types of martial arts he was learning and one of them was tai chi and one of the the positions he did was a tai chi position. And you know, it's it's there's a lot of detail in that, and you could also tell, like, sometimes it is stunt doubles doing the martial arts, but for a large portion of it, it's the actors yeah. doing the actual fighting, which is impressive.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of, like, real actor and real, like, practical effects stuff in this.
2: Yeah, there there was. I wasn't expecting the practical effects.
3: The sets and the walls exploding and the uh, lots of fun stuff with water.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what was... I have another question. What was the deal with the um, the mirror in the beginning that, like, started to cover his body?
1: You know, there, there's things like that that are not explained explicitly. And I've always said you've got to put it in the movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel... my My feeling in that scene, which they don't explain, but my feeling is what would the physical sensation... Of being pulled out of that system be like And I feel like this cold shiver moving through your body would be that physical sensation. And so that was the dream interpretation of it. You know, but clearly they didn't say that. That's just how I was feeling in the moment.
0: Yeah. I I buy that. That makes
2: sense. Because later when they had Morpheus, it looked like they were injecting him with the same thing. So I just wasn't sure...
1: No I don't think it was the same thing But
2: I, I, it I thought it, it looked like it too Yeah it was silvery and metallic-y and...
1: Right but what they were doing was trying to weaken his mind So he would give up secrets yeah, They were just they giving him a lead him the matrix,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah But like it seemed like In the scene where it was covering You know Neo, Neo's body That They were like take him out You know right before it completely absorbed him i don't know
1: well they were they had to find his location like his physical location in the real world Mm. so the panic there was if he wakes up before we find him Mm -hmm. then that's a problem yeah and like it it could have just been a hallucination they gave him (laughs) some
3: drugs and like you know he was just tripping
1: yeah, I mean, this creepy dude sits you down and says, if you take the blue pill, you go home. You take the red pill, you find out the truth. My answer is, I'm not taking your pills.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going with option C, which is not take pills from this weird, creepy guy in an abandoned building.
2: How about we just have a conversation?
3: <laughs> so, yeah. th- it doesn't really apply as much to the rest of the film. But I want to know what you guys think about that whole pill scene in the context of the the uh, Wachowski's, uh uh transitioning thing and like morpheus's whole speech in that scene seemed like uh like it was actually about that and like if re- reframes the plot of the whole movie as like finding your your real self and I, I want to look up his, his actual monologue because he had a line in there about – that was, like, r- really on the nose about it if you if it was, like, you know, looking at it through the lens of today. Uh, and he even has, like, a do you know what I'm talking about? And it's, like, I think you know what you're talking about.
1: But I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to say how much of their, you know, personal feelings they put into that. But I feel like whatever was said in that scene was – absolutely true to the story that was the core story of the movie you know whether there's an analogy to the wachowski's real life i don't know
2: i i think it's interesting that you say that brett because i actually went into the film kind of thinking about that and wondering like oh i wonder you know if there'll be any connection um and i didn't I didn't catch that. It was what you're talking. I
3: about. found the line. It's uh, you know, you're you're here because you know something. What you know, you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It's this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's like you know, the whole move. And then there's the whole like birth sequence after that, where he wakes up in the pod, and this whole surgery sequence after that. uh on on the on the ship. And,
1: I don't know. It seemed like and if a you're extended if metaphor you're, to me. If you're writing a story about something about somebody who is, you know, struggling with an indef- indescribable change in their life, and you've got that yourself, I think that's going to make it much better for you to write that scene. Yeah, because it really you worked know? as a scene.
4: Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the the stunt choreographer for this movie, by the way. Is the same one that did Kill Bill Volume 2. He did Ip Man.
1: This is uh, Wu Ping. Mm-hmm. Ip Man was
2: yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ip Man 3 and 4. I mean, obviously, this dude is legit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell how much of this I got from Ooh, watching... he did Iron Monkey. Sorry. <laughs> it's hard to tell how much of this I got from watching the DVD extras so much or was this real thing. But I kind of felt like Wu-Ping became a celebrity around that time.
2: Yeah, because it looks like a lot of his credits were Chinese Kung Fu films. And mm-hmm. then it looks like he then he did um, uh, Kill Bill... Kung Fu Hustle, and then so Kill Bill was kind of his first American film. It looks like, and then this, this
1: wasn't before Kill Bill.
2: Wait, this must have been before Kill Bill. Where? Where is? It? I thought Kill Bill was like two thousand two. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not even actually. I'm not even seeing the Matrix. Yeah, I don't I think that that's nice. they I
1: imported him for Matrix. What? I feel like they imported him for Matrix.
2: Yeah, that's basically what I'm getting at. Is it looks like so in 1996. He did Iron Monkey too, so he was still doing Chinese films, so they definitely brought him in. And you can tell, you know, it it makes the difference because he's somebody who really understands all those martial art forms, yeah. you know. Uh, also, the cinematographer from this movie is the same one. It's Billy Pope. He shot um, Baby Driver yeah, as well. Pope. Oh. Pope. Sorry, not Billy,
0: sorry. Sorry, oh. Bill. Oh, I was just gonna say the cinematography was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised at how much it felt like a comic book movie. Especially in mm. the beginning. And like the soundtrack felt very superhero yeah. And then the I beginning like reminded me a lot of like like DC Batman.
3: Yeah, a lot of the angles and like the segmented like screen mm-hmm. sections and
0: the, there's
2: also a lot of uh camera movement that i don't feel like uh we saw a lot before and you get that a lot in the kung fu, or not kung fu movie. sorry you get that a lot in the marvel movies you know yeah. like the superhero movies because they're flying around and doing yeah. fantastic things but
0: this did it better <laughs> than any yeah. marvel movie like they really they move the camera with a purpose you know yeah for, to tell the story i feel like sometimes marvel just moves the camera because they can like we got to show every character in this movie but yeah it didn't feel that way in matrix my
2: favorite one example of that is he goes into the matrix and it cuts to him opening his eyes in the matrix and he was laying down and upside down so the camera cuts to him We think he's still laying down and upside down, but it turns and widens out. And then we see he's standing and upright in the Uh matrix. And that was just so... Like, they do these things that disorient your perspective with the camera that you just don't see very often, I think. Totally.
1: Yeah, even the the phone coming out of the FedEx envelope, Uh ringing, he snaps it open and turns to it. Mm -hmm. Just movements that are really motivated by... Angle changes and camera movement.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And really, really chunky sound design. That
3: phone snapped open. It was like, Oh,
4: oh yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's sound
0: design to emphasize the story.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You
0: know, yeah. like one of the parts where I was kind of surprised it didn't have a bigger sound effect was when Neo stopped all the bullets. And oh, then yeah. they fell. But they were like a light little sound. I was like, huh, I wonder why they made that choice. Cause if it had been any other movie, it would have been like the slow motion, like. Oh yeah. They would have
1: so, done it in, like slow mo. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. But I thought it kept the focus on him and like mm-hmm. his story point.
1: There was this great picture I saw online and it was, you know, when, when all of the sexual harassment news had really exploded, there was a picture of Keanu Reeves with two women and his arms are extended behind them, like he was putting his arms around them, but he wasn't actually touching them. <laughs> and the <laughs> captain said, you're saying I can dodge bullets? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Which I thought was pretty brilliant. Oh, boy. Oh, wow.
2: No. <laughs> wow. Oh, but, you know, you're on the subject of the sound design. One scene where I really loved the sound design was very early on when he's called into his boss's office and there's these window washers Uh and it's such an awkward tension moment.
1: They were the tea kettle in the room. Yes, exactly.
2: And we've got these awkward window wiping noises Mm -hmm. and it was so brilliant. Like you can, I mean, you just can't deny that, that these filmmakers are talented.
0: I think totally. And and what a great setup too. Because it yeah. comes back later with the scaffolding,
1: mm-hmm. mm. it makes me really want to see uh, Cloud Atlas. I tried to read the book and it was so rough. Oh, really? But I, I want to check out the movie, and mm-hmm. I guess I should give Sensei another try. You like, have to let me know how Cloud Atlas is,
3: because the trailer undersold it to such a level for me that I did not want to see it.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I've got to give them more of a chance, like. The Matrix I mean, this movie was so good. I don't know if I would say all 3 of them were so good, but the the amazing visual storytelling I think was consistent between the three. Yeah, I feel definitely. like they they have more to offer. Mhm. I, I liked Speed Racer. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I still got to see that. Someday. <laughs> so uh, I I did a little research on the lawsuit because I just wanted to to check it out and um, see what was behind it. And apparently the lawsuit ended several years ago. Like a, the court case was over, I guess, in 2005 is what I kind of found. Oh, well, that's a long and time ago. It was a long time ago. And um, apparently the court found that the woman her last name is S- stewart didn't really have you know didn't provide any evidence that supported the claim yeah so oh. yeah i guess yeah. i guess that's been uh, well, widely circulated as an internet rumor since then Well,
3: we've huh. got to stop talking about it then cuz yeah, i think amplifying it yeah i think we've definitely like you know quote unquote confirmed this on like 3 episodes now <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, for ten years, the story of Sophia Stewart winning a court case uh, against the Matrix offer copyright stream clay has cropped up on the web. So I'll I'll post this article about it. But it sounds like there wasn't really much
0: yeah leg for her to stand on. That happens a lot, like with things that become successful.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like that episode of Silicon Valley with the patent troll. Like, you just yeah. you go around and hope they settle. and Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, apparently there is proof that she had submitted her screenplay to them at one point. So it's not... um Completely a farce? Yeah. But, you know, one thing I wonder, too, is, like, sometimes maybe... And I feel like comedians do this sometimes too by accident Where sometimes maybe you steal parts of other people's things by accident Because they told it to you maybe at a party and you forgot about it And then later you thought you came up with that idea yourself
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like there is a genuine opportunity For people having nearly the same idea mm-hmm. at it, roughly the same time It I mean, happens
0: yeah. all the time Like my senior pro sorry, no, no. my senior project like was a story about little green birds and like i had no idea that the other senior from the other class had a story about little green birds like it's just this shit happens and it's this weird phenomenon (laughs)
3: yeah i was gonna say you said X and i said (laughs) i want to make a shirt and i described to sam a shirt that i would like to get printed and went and looked And someone had made exactly that shirt already. It's already (laughs) for sale. I still might buy it.
2: (laughs) I kind of want it.
3: You still tell people it it was your idea. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's just, I feel like, especially with um, pop culture storylines, you know, if the big news thing is computers, then just updating that, you know, your life is a a dream to your life as a computer simulation, like, somebody's going to do it. And lots yeah. of people are going to do it. And then the Wakasa the was just do
1: the time for it first.
2: Yeah. And ap- apparently, this lady was also trying to sue James Cameron over Terminator. So she, I don't know, it yeah. kind
0: of sounds like maybe.
3: She's a mm, script <laughs> she's, troll. Yeah.
0: yeah. Also, too, like in those lawsuits, like it's incredibly hard to prove, like,
1: mm-hmm. prove it, intent. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you'd have to have, like, the same exact script. Like, Yeah, it's incredibly hard to win those cases. There has to be really, really concrete proof of plagiarism.
2: Yeah, I mean, apparently she sent her script to Century Fox in 1981 or 85. Yeah. So, like, there is there is a little bit of evidence to support that, but but, the court didn't find
0: that her script matched. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah, your script has robots. That's about it.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Not the Terminator.
2: And I I feel like the the Stranger Things one might be similar. Yeah, I hope she's a
3: troll and she's not living her life being like, every good idea in Hollywood was my idea. (laughs) Like, I would feel bad for her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, the fact is, is like, if her script was as good as this movie... It would have gotten made.
1: I do not believe that. Really?
0: Yeah, I, don't, I don't know about
1: that. I, I don't think the logic that says if a script is really good, it must turn into a movie. I, I,
0: don't mean, think that I mean, logic
1: is sound. No, but there are far too many talented people who don't get success.
0: Fair, yeah. but this movie did get made. So but like the Wachowski if, brothers
2: kind of had a following before they made this film. It
1: was a pretty small following; Like they'd had one movie before this,
2: but more of a following than some random woman who Maybe. just wrote a script. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And even if she had gotten her script made, who's to say it would have been as good as this and as successful mm-hmm. as this.
2: Yeah. I guess that's why I was bringing up like how talented they are through, you know, you can tell that they're super talented you know, it's it, it, it it's the just, execution is, yeah, is there.
0: It's like a deliberate intent of every scene and just everything in this scene has a purpose which is really cool to see.
3: Yeah, and even beyond like the movie, like I was saying before, I was hyped for a year for this movie because of the ads they ran early. Yeah. Like this was I was wait I know I was waiting for months and months for this shit to come out. I was so
1: there's it's whole funny thing. how I was oblivious to its existence until months after it was on home video.
3: <laughs> the other the other brilliant filmmaking part of this. Uh, I, you can we, sometimes we recast movies on this show, uh, but I don't <laughs> okay. think that anyone Fantastic. else could have played Agent Smith. Oh, yeah. He's, he he's so amazing. very perfect. It's
1: the perfect casting. Yeah. yeah. And the and he had done a lot of stuff that none of us had ever heard of. Yeah, like he'd been working for years. I think probably mostly in Australia, maybe in England. But you know, he'd been around and working a lot, but he never had any mainstream recognition until this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Doesn't
2: he look exactly like John?
1: I I, I see it a little bit. I yeah. don't
2: know.
3: I don't know about exactly Myers. Yeah.
0: Did you get the? This the picture. I did, design? I did. We just had That's dinner like, with him last night. I don't see Oh wow.
3: They have a similar, Show Sam like, the picture. It's like structure. exactly
0: the same. For for our listeners, we're referring to John Myers, who was our also previous guest. Guest. Yeah. Previous guest on was it Westworld?
3: It, yeah, I yeah. think so.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I was just assuming Brett was gonna cut that out.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he doesn't, he has coverage. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but this I mean Th- this this performance in which he is just grossed out by the job that he has to do. Mm-hmm. And I know eventually he does come around to say that explicitly in the interrogation scene. And it was kind of cool when the other two agents walk in and like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you go back to that first interrogation scene with with Neo after they first arrest him and think of that, like, he's coming out this, he's just so grossed out. He's... Sick of it, he wants to get out and go home, he doesn't want to deal with this gross thing anymore. And I think that really informs that character. And he does yeah. some real work with it, yeah, yeah. And all all
3: the other agents are pretty one note. And yeah. they, oh my god, yeah, it's just so uh, it's such a, a humanizing scene, weirdly, for this, yeah, computer yeah. programmer. Would you man. say
0: he has feelings? <laughs>
2: Okay, so while we're on that note, actually, I have a question because there's a line in this where uh, Morpheus says to Neo, what is real? When Neo's like questioning whether or not the Matrix is real. And I feel like this movie is kind of trying to argue that, you know, anything is real that you can, as long as it's triggering, he said, your, your senses Mm -hmm. Yeah, And so in that sense Could robot Sentient You know could that be real As long as it's triggering those Senses like I feel like this movie is Kind of making that argument
1: You mean emotions?
2: Emotions Yeah sentient emotions I
1: think in the context of the movie absolutely Agent Smith has emotions Whether that makes any sense in the real World no (laughs) See I I had this, this thought experiment For you Nick if you
3: If you, you can get parts replaced on your body, you know, a a prosthetic hip, this and that. If, if they come up with a way to replace your nerve cells one by one, how many do you, can you replace before you're a fucking robot that has no soul?
1: You're, You're describing the tin woodsman who, who cut off his arm and they replaced it with a tin arm and so on and so on. I mean. From the Wizard of Oz? Yeah.
0: Is that how no, he came they didn't to be? That in I was the like, movie, "Oh my that's god, that's <laughs> terrifying!" <laughs> really,
3: yeah, it is kind of oh, horrifying. Me, me and RJ had horrible. it. I
0: mean,
1: it's that's an a difficult thing to quantify, Brett. Because so, eventually, you'd be all machine. Yeah, there's a threshold, and I don't know. I, I I feel like the far more interesting conversation is, you know, what you were leading into the if if the computer can create a sensation of different things. What's to define what's real and what isn't, which is why Joe Pantaliano's story here is one of the best parts. Mm. He's like, put me back in the computer. Like, I don't I don't care whether it's real or not. If it's real to me and it's not this this miserable war, yeah. then cool. Just let me let me believe the lie
3: for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. And except for killing everyone else. I think he was on the right track there. <laughs> yeah. He did a he did a mean thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying You
3: mean Mean Joey pants <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I totally get the feeling Watching this You know I, It's a, l- a little jokey But like This is the, the real world people Neo and Morpheus And the, and the crew are, are the people who are like Why are you playing World of Warcraft <laughs> and it's like, because, because these are my friends it's, These are people, they're, they're like, like those though. aren't real okay. people You're not really communicating with them It's like, yeah, no, we like chat and we do raids and stuff Like, no, you're just playing a video game Put the video game down and experience the real world
1: And it's like The real world's a bummer yeah. Shut
0: up, Bum. you don't know what you're talking about
1: It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, every time they free somebody from the Matrix They're taking a pretty huge risk That that person's gonna be cool with having been pulled out of the matrix,
2: yeah, yeah. It's kind like, of like the plot I, of Passengers.
1: You can't you just get, took oh. their
2: life. It's
1: like one cannot be told what the matrix is. <laughs> well, maybe you should try before you pull them out. Mm-hmm. And you know, what? one can be told what the matrix is in you know a movie because I just saw one.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he he didn't mean it like like literally can't be told. He meant it like I I mean if I tell you, you're not gonna want to do it.
0: Yeah, but. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: They really were the bad guys in this. I don't know.
1: <laughs> also, I just I don't buy that I, I feel like they've created the world's least efficient energy uh generating device. You know, using human bodies as a power plant just seems extraordinarily inefficient. Well you know the the thing. You
3: watched all the special features and stuff, right? That they, they, they changed that to to make it worse.
2: They did? Yeah. What?
3: I don't follow you. The th- The batteries thing was somebody, like, on the studio side made them change it to batteries because people knew what batteries were. But the real thing was that the, the original thing was that the people were the processing power, that the human brain was the processing. And the oh, oh, that makes,
0: that that makes way, way more sense. sense. That would have made so much more sense. Then, like, yeah. That's
3: so much more difficult to explain, and we don't get this cool shot of Morpheus holding up a battery.
0: It's 1999, guys. People wow. barely know what a computer is. If
3: if, if they yeah, were turning humans out. into
1: this and it was a chip, like, people would be like, huh? Yeah. That really bums me out. That makes so much more sense.
0: Yeah. God,
1: now I have anger. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: okay, Nick. You are a robot. It's I'm, just a simulation.
1: I'm surprised yeah. we
3: didn't bring up the actual, like, the, the big uh, plot hole thing everybody usually talks about, uh, which was... Uh, Cypher's whole meeting with Agent Smith. Who pulled him out?
1: Oh, interesting. I can I can believe hey. that he automated some shit.
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe, I mean,
1: maybe he automated it, that, it. There was that scene when Nia walks in on him and he's like, oh, God, you're here. And then he just kind of casually turns off every monitor except three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was clearly setting something up there. I mean, oh, maybe he programmed himself in.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe he also just went when the rest of them were there because he clearly just didn't go along with their mission. Yeah, like you know,
3: he was in the déjà
1: vu room.
0: Yeah, but he threw his phone away. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that doesn't bother me so much.
3: I forgot that they could program like whole people. I guess that's just like a really easy explanation for that.
2: The the bigger plot hole thing that bothered me was in the beginning where they bug Neo, right? With a little tracker bug. And then, and then Trinity calls him and she's like, or maybe it was Morpheus who calls him. But whoever it is on the phone is like, I have to be brief. This line is tapped. And then they're like, if they knew what I knew, they'd kill you all. They'd kill you. You know, because what I know is so important, they'd kill you. And and he like, well, what is it? And he's like, well, it's that you're the one. And I'm like, well, they fucking know now because the line what? is tapped. And why don't they just kill him?
3: They didn't say that over the phone.
2: Yes, he did.
3: I mean, even just the if they knew what I knew, they'd kill you is enough for them.
2: To yeah, even th- that is enough. <laughs> <Kill him>. Like, <laughs> they should just go kill him. And then he has the bug in them and they say over the phone, meet me at this location. Right. And it again, I'm like
1: as fast as you can get to this location because they know you're going there. So just get here so we can get the bug out of you and get you off the radar.
2: But doesn't it just seem like if they can hop into people and you just gave them a physical address, why don't they just hop into somebody at that physical
0: address?
3: It's probably an area where there's nobody around.
0: Yeah. Maybe they didn't know how big a threat he was at that point.
1: Uh, It it always felt to me like, you know, if we can move quick enough, we can get him here and get the bug out of it. There's no way to communicate him. There's no way to communicate with him until we can get him somewhere in person without the bug. So let's just move quickly.
2: I just feel like if you have a tracking device on you, they're obviously monitoring your position at all times. And therefore, Mm. how could he even go anywhere without them knowing where he was going and be there?
0: I mean, but they're also following him. They're computers. They're not like people that need to watch. Like they can just reference the data. Whenever they need to,
2: well, then wouldn't they have an alert like, "Oh, he has left his house," you know, like
3: the thing, that's like still it just didn't make any me sense. Is to me. The first part of this, though, the the we're being tapped on the phone. I know the agents are listening, and if I were them, I would definitely kill you as soon as yeah. possible.
0: Right? <laughs> oh, exactly. My, that seems
3: like much more of a bigger loop or plot hole.
0: And then reverse yeah. psychology. They're like, "Fuck you! Don't tell me what to do. I'm not. I don't need to kill him." <laughs> I'm, yeah. And then um, why would they kill me? Oh, it's because you're the one.
2: Like, okay. I guess we just gave them all the information. That's cool.
3: That really makes me laugh. That's good.
2: Um, I will say, I, I want to say, I think, Nick, that you are right that this was not anywhere as cheesy as I thought it was going to be. Um, But I still think there were a few small things that didn't hold up, like the electricity... CG graphic whenever one of the agents died was a little dated
4: Mm.
2: and the face morphing when they would morph into somebody felt a Hmm. little dated Um, and there was the kung fu cheesiness and I think some of the songs were a little cheesy sometimes like a little 90s cheesy but
3: uh, yeah that was the big one for me was like yeah this was made in the five minutes when Rob Zombie was popular oof (laughs) I
4: don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. He's been, I don't know. It sets the mood for the, the film. Like, this techno goth stuff is totally this film. And I think it wouldn't be the same without the music.
2: I just felt like the music worked better in Blade than I did this one for some reason. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't terrible at all. I I actually kind of wish that they had leaned more into techno goth and less into grunge walk. Or like whatever screamy rock they were doing, you know. Like I felt like the techno goth music fit better than.
1: Right, Rob but Zombie. If, if there is a band in existence called Rage Against the Machine,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, you
1: have to put that. Yeah. Put one of their songs. I thought that one worked pretty well for the end. Yeah, I like, that. and that <laughs> was like contractual obligation. <laughs>
0: And the end credit song is always a little different more high energy than the rest of mm. the film.
3: Yeah. They also had a Marilyn Manson thing in the end credits.
0: Did they? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean, overall, I, I didn't think the dialogue was bad. The story is still, I mean, I was hooked right away. You know, it's it's still a really fantastic movie and I'm surprised at how well it holds up. I feel like, you know, those are very small, very picky things, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's 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 hard to say too much about a movie that was fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. I don't have much more as far as like final thoughts. Uh, does anybody else have something to like kind of wrap up?
0: Sure, I'll wrap up. Um, I guess overall, I was su- pleasantly surprised that this held up so well. Like. Uh, they played their whole like special effects CG parts really well and that they focused it mostly on metallic machine type things, which at the time CG lended itself really well to. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, it's, you know, over 20 years old, like, or almost 20 years old. Wow. So it's like a time when it wasn't great. And I think it still is watchable much more so than like, Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story, yeah. story is good, but the CG looks really, really dated.
1: Yeah, there's something... There, there's a huge thing of, like, working within the bounds of the technology that you yeah. have available. Yeah. You know, they could have been more ambitious, but they knew what they could it, get away with. Exactly. And, and did that.
0: Yeah, and they saved their... Kind of their money for the scenes where it really mattered, which was that ending scene... In that hallway, with all the pillars exploding, like, mm. and and it was well, so. I mean, those were practical. Oh, oh yeah, it was practical, exploding. but that's expensive. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so they kind of saved their budget for that scene, and it had a huge impact. And it yeah, was, I think, really good. The,
2: the helicopter crash into the building too.
0: Oh yeah, that yeah, was that really was good. good. Definitely. Yeah, and that would have it, been CG too, and it looked great. Totally. Yeah.
1: I think they did a really good job of. There were a few shots of a real helicopter. I'm quite sure. And everything matched extremely well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do
2: love, though, that we cut to a shot of the, what are they called? The agents? The agents come out onto the roof. And we cut to a shot from behind them as they come out onto the roof in that building that the helicopter crashed into. Oh, it's just fine. (laughs) <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: but it's so quick like you'd never notice and they're mostly blocking it but i just thought it was kind of funny
3: so yeah watching watching this movie again reminds me of uh the big reason why i think i don't like the follow-up movies in this series uh and I'm not always right when I say this, but I think this is the time it applies, that some questions aren't supposed to be answered. And Mm -hmm. this movie... Uh, Jessica (laughs) Jones season two. (laughs) (laughs) This is a movie that, that answers only what you need to know and leaves a lot of questions about the world that they live in that really, I think, built the fan base for this. Totally. Because people got to fill it in with their own awesome stuff like they talk about zion but you never see that zion is just a big hole in the ground you know like
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> with rave parties <laughs>
4: yeah yeah like really zion, weird rave parties hear me. i kind
2: of also i mean i guess it's cool that they talk about zion but like I felt like I didn't need that. Like I kind of almost wished that it's like no, we are the only, we're the ragtag team, like the only team, you know. But I think they they must have done that to leave it open for
1: sequels. Well, I think it it sets the stakes of there yeah. is a population to defend.
0: Totally. And like there's something that they're working towards, you know.
3: Yeah. yeah, there's a hope, you know, the, the other questions of like the the superpowers like the whole movie is about will he get his superpowers? What even are they, you know, and then he, like we see it for like a, a second at the at the end. Uh, oh, yeah, but like, that
2: was another cheesy moment. You have I mean. two
3: more movies where he has those powers and is, is a god in this thing and like where's the tension and it, you know, like mm. they answered it <laughs> and there was no tension <laughs> You know, it just—I think the the, what I'm trying to say is this movie is brilliant in that it chose all of the right things to focus on, and like left us with just a cool imagination land to
1: to think about.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. Ash, you—I feel like you kind of said a conclusionary thing. I don't know if you had something else.
2: Not really. I mean, like you said, it's hard to say a lot when the movie's good. I thought it was great. You know, it was really good, really fun. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see the other ones.
1: You know what mm-hmm. I, I want to watch is I want to go back and watch The Animatrix.
2: Yeah. Oh my oh, god, yeah. yeah.
1: Those were very fun. Mm-hmm. And, and those I, I felt were more enjoyable continuations.
2: Did you guys get the I'm assuming intentional Star Wars reference shot in this too?
3: Hmm. What was that?
2: Uh, it's when the search and destroy squid things are going after them and they climb up Morpheus and Trinity climb up this um this ladder with like a circular pattern mm. around it and it's very much like uh Luke and Han climbing up that pattern and getting into the two gun
4: uh, Didn't notice that
2: pits. It's the same thing. They both climb up and then both get into these two, like, control seats. It felt very Star Wars-y intentionally. Huh. Maybe. But, you know, uh, as you mentioned the Animatrix, as well as the Animatrix, it feels like it's very heavily, I mean, obviously, it's very heavily influenced by Kung Fu films and, and Asian Asian clothes, like the style of Neo's Trench coat even looks a little, you know, influenced from
1: Asian Asia. culture.
2: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say.
1: So that was The Matrix. Thanks for watching or listening to us talk about The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> if you
3: like the show, this is part of the Last Dash TV network of content. It's the podcast and a YouTube channel with a cooking show, a drinking show, video game parodies, and lots of other fun stuff.
2: Yeah, and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Laughstash TV, and you can follow this podcast. We're at uh, Let's Rewatch. And let's see, I did tweet a picture this time. Um,
1: I think the picture might have been a little easy.
0: Well, I mean, it's the Matrix. Yeah. What still can you take? Yeah. I don't know what else I could.
1: Except, did anybody actually guess it? Maybe. Yeah, only one person huh?
2: did, but of course, it was Mitch. Woohoo,
0: Mitch.
3: I think Mitch got both of them today.
0: Yeah. Good job, Mitch. Uh Aha. So, if you liked our podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes, Google Play, and now Spotify.
1: Yeah. You nailed it. You did it.
0: Oh, yeah. Took like five episodes.
1: So, make sure your uh, podcast feeds are all up to date and tell your friends we'll be doing this again. In another two weeks for more Let's Rewatch. Yeah,
3: (laughs) next time we're gonna watch Hitler Meets Christ.
4: I mean, has it been?
2: Maybe? Probably not.